I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Dream Team podcast with James Buckley. I am James Buckley. Will Partridge, isn't it? (laughs) We're back for the Euros. Is it going to be a fanfare there, Gunther? Yeah. Okay, with me in the studio, representing Scotland, because no one else is. That's what it says on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, script, on, on the scripted banter. It's deputy editor of The Sun. He's connected. He knows everyone in the game. It's Gordon Smart. Thanks for having me. Good to see you again. It's nice to see you. It's been a wee while, hasn't it? It's been two and a half years, pretty much. Three you've years. been you've been on you've been exiled, haven't you? I, I what did back, you do? I went back to edit the tartan shortbread and whiskey edition of the Sun, <laughs> and it was actually the James Buckley edition of the Sun. <laughs> it's a story about you every second day. James Buckley's been seen in Goldston buying beer. Wh- it, yeah. Where is Goldston? Goldston's a town in Ayrshire. It's like he's got. Where's that. Ayrshire? It's in Scotland. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. Scotland's the north of England. It's where yeah. Rabbi Burns is from. Yeah. Got you. Oh, that's one of my favourite pictures was when uh, Danny Dyer came to your wedding, I think, wasn't it? And he had a, Did he come to that wedding? Yeah. Because of folk in Kilts and Danny Dyer. God, oh, what's this all about, James? I don't know what it is about, Danny. I grew up, like, literally five minutes away from Canning Town. It's like mm. up the road, Dagnum. I don't know anyone with his accent. <laughs> or, yeah. uh, and then if I spend more than five minutes with him, I'm like, yeah, no, nah, you've got to knock that on the head, Danny. You're Jog like, on, yeah. mate. Jog yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> he's got one massive testicle. Did you know that, Danny Dyer? I've heard, yeah. yeah. Also, he's told me. Yeah, yeah he's got a huge testicle. I've not seen it yet. It's a football-related story, this one, actually, because I got invited to play in some football thing, and Danny Dyer played in it. And uh, all I remember from it was Paul Merson taking a picture of Danny Dyer's ball bag because he's got one huge sort of... Liquidy ball. Okay. Uh, it's about the size of a small football. Wow! I hope it isn't something serious that he's left. No, it's not. No, he said that. He used to get it drained once every sort of two what? years. Yeah, and then it just swells up naturally again. It's nothing serious. It's just, it's like a party trick. So okay. I started off on the right. Are you glad I'm here, James? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> good vibe for the. Uh, it's the, it's the that start. kind of inside knowledge that we want that we need. Good. And also with us, stand next to him is comedian and former choir boy. You're a choir man, though, now, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I still am a choir man, yeah. yeah. As well as a goalkeeper. He's an yeah. England fan. I don't know if we've run this past yeah, you Yeah, I'm from yet, England, yeah. But um, because you've got like quite a Welsh name, to add some jeopardy to the show, you're going to be representing Wales on the show. Is that OK with you? Yes. You sure? No. <laughs> <laughs> so what, you want me to represent... So yeah, just pretend as if you're a, a you Welsh fan. You haven't said my name yet, so they know... I'm going to. Oh, it's, OK, OK. It's Lloyd Griffith. Thank Lloyd you. Lloyd Griffith. Chloe Griffith. Exactly. I'm, I'm, English. Go, I'm English though no, but You can't be with a name like that There's got to be Welsh in you somewhere isn't it? Well not today But I <laughs> I mean I always get this And I sell quite a few tickets in Wales Because I think people think they're supporting a Welsh comedian But I'm not I have just got a Welsh name And I look it yeah. you know I mean I just look Welsh I don't think you look Welsh Like you know chubby, a little bit hairy Have you been on holiday recently? Yes Yeah Because I'm a bit tanned Yeah you look tanned I have been to quite Spanish Braintree and Wembley. That's why I'm tanned. Yeah. Wow. Grimsby Town in the playoffs, and that's why I'm this tanned. 
That is the honest reason. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's going, oh, mate, you're really nice. I'm like, yeah, I've been to, I've been to 18 quid ticket to Braintree and uh, 30 quid ticket to Wembley. Good, I'm looking good, that. though, aren't I? You are. You're looking well good, by the way. Not Welsh, though. Yeah. Sun-kissed. I'm gonna. Sun-kissed every Welsh, time right. you say I'm not Welsh, I'm having it cut out of the <laughs> podcast. Just so you, know. you want me to support Wales for, the, for this podcast? You don't have to, but you, I know you want to. Yep. You look a little bit like one matter. Thanks very much. Do you know what? I got that. On a video, I did a video, and someone went, oh, well, Matt has let himself go, hasn't he? Um, <laughs> I just thought, I'll take that. <laughs> if I can get look-alikey work, yeah. if I thin thin down a little bit, as Juan Matt look look-alikey work, then I will take that. Who's the um, uh, Liverpool goalkeeper? Minule. Minule. I was with James Corden, and he said to me, do you think I look like a fat minion? And I was just <laughs> laughing so much. I was literally laughing yeah. in his face. <laughs> I was going, I'm really sorry, but you, you do. You really you do. Yeah. yeah. So, Gordon, we should introduce you for our audience. Right. I don't think Gordon's smart and he's introducing them. Oh, I'll tell you that. Yeah, You're the I'll former go. showbiz editor at, at The Sun. Mm-hmm. You've met everyone. You've got your own show on Radio X. You've met everyone. Everyone, <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone. But the height of your career so far has to be this podcast. Just want to say again, this is scripted banter by Gunther. <laughs> He's good, isn't he, Gunther? <laughs> He's all right. Getting to know this man. Where would you put it in, say, 20 lifetime achievements? Oh, it's, it's very high on the list, this one. Yeah. Top eight? Um, four. Top four. Top four. Oh. It's top four. We got to do some amazing things. I remember when uh, the Beckhams moved from Madrid to LA, they were worried that the papers might turn on them a little bit, you know, because it was seen to be him chasing the Hollywood dream, you know. So they, they took us out to spend a weekend with the Beckhams in Madrid, and that that was surreal. It was amazing because he, he really let his guard down and told loads of amazing stories, um, which were brilliant. Um, and he told us never to write about them, but I can tell you one of them. Yeah, seen as a football podcast. Yeah, obviously. Sure, sure. It's just, isn't it exclusive? Yeah, this is an exclusive. Big time. I don't think I've ever told this in any kind of broadcast medium. This John's it's, a, it's a great story. Hit record. Um, so my missus went to the same college as Posh, uh, Betty Lane's theatre school, right? So she okay. went and sat and talked about musical theatre, and we sat with David and talked about football. And he was telling us all these great stories, and he told us one story about Madrid. He loved the Brazilian boys that were there at the time, right? So the Galacticos had Roberto Carlos, Ronaldo... And he said that he'd taken Brooklyn to train him with them one day, right? And they're in the dressing room. Beckham said he's showered, he's come out, he's drying himself, he's on the bench, he's just putting his clothes back on. And then Roberto Carlos walks out of the shower in front of David Beckham and, and Brooklyn. And Brooklyn just sort of tugged on his dad's T-shirt and went, Dad, Dad, why don't you have a thingy like that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hang on a minute, I'm, I'm David Beckham, right? It's not a bad dad to have in the grand scheme of things, is it? Let's talk about the Euros then. Does anyone have any Euro memories that aren't Euro 96? Gordon? Well, no, it's a bit of a sore one for me, obviously, being Scottish. I remember sitting with my friends in the pub in 1998. I was 18, and we had a conversation about going to France 98. Scotland were there. We played an opening game against uh, Brazil, if you remember. John Collins mm-hmm. scored a penalty, and then there was a terrible oh, yeah. own goal. Um, and we decided, now nah, we can't really afford it, so we'll go next time. We'll go next time, James. 18 years since we qualified for a major tournament. Yeah. It's, so I've, been, I've lived twice as long as I was alive, if that makes any <laughs> sense yeah. at all. Euro 96, is, everyone just remember it. Yeah. I know you like to say, oh, let's not talk about it, but it's the I last was, time where we were so involved in it. Obviously, Scotland were there. I was nine and, years um, old. No, I was uh, 12. 12. I was 12 so years like old. Being nine years old, that was sort of my first tournament as a human. 
and it was brilliant. What an introduction. What a great, what a oh, great, great. way to become yeah. a, Talk about the penny dropping as a wee boy, you know, like my little lad watching Hibs the other day. It's amazing. Somebody told, you know, to put that into a relative amount of time, right, to put it into perspective. Somebody told me the other day that 1990 was closer to the World Cup win in 1966 than we are now to 1990. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's incredible, isn't it, when you think about it? Yeah. It's, it's mad. Ben's time, doesn't it? You know, you think, oh, that's... <laughs> Can we get Stephen Hawkins on the phone? <laughs> but Explain had, that to me. But even for Scotland Brian as well, Cox, I prefer Brian Cox. Had McAllister scored that penalty as well. I know, I know. It's a different story. And we, we knocked her out because Holland basically scored that, that, that yeah. goal. Yeah. So a lot of resentment there. They were the glory years, yeah. you know, with the sharing of Shearer. And for the first time as an England fan, for a long, long time, I think 98 was, you know, there was a bit of hope there. But for the first time, I feel that we've actually got a bit of a chance this year. I think it's the Jimmy Greaves situation all over again from 1966. You've got too many good players in that position and somebody's got to go and that's where you need a really strong manager. And I think if, if Roy Hodgson was brave enough to be radical and do something different and that's the brave. problem he's not that's the problem if he was brave he would play a really young team I think who would frighten the life out of the opposition because it would be dynamic and quick like that Germany team remember a few years ago yeah. it was really young and fast and just ripped everyone to bits but he's not going to do it is he because he wants to well, shoehorn I, st- I still think team. he will play quite a young team though yeah. you know I mean we look at Dyer, Ali I don't think up front is Rooney's best position oh, anymore he's, he's kind of he's think, been playing in front of the back four for I a lot think, of games this season I think he can still pick out a pass. He's got a, a football brain. He can yeah. read games. He's I think hard. him. Well. Yeah, yeah. He's got presence. The problem is that there's too much choice, and he's going to go with the wrong. Because you have to decide, you have to look at the season mm. and go. Well, there are two players that play in Rooney's position that are better than him mm. at the yeah. moment. But, but but why he's not taking drink water is ridiculous. Wilsh, obviously, Wilshire is a very good player, but he, I don't. You know, it's a, it's a real, it's a real I, gamble. 140 I felt, minutes. I thought that was really disrespectful. Yeah. If I was, if I was a young English player who'd just won the Premier League, I'd be like, mm. the fuck have I got to do to, to get yeah. in the England team? Whether Vardy will be distracted from the news that's going on at the moment, whether he's going to go to Arsenal or not, I'm not sure if that's going to get sewn up by the time this goes out. His agent will probably keep it quite cool. Friends with him, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, you the wedding as well with the Vardy wedding. Well, his agent texts me. I don't know how he got my number. <laughs> texts me saying, oh, I'm, I'm Jamie's agent. I heard you talking on your podcast about the Jamie Vardy movie. We'd love to talk to you about it. Yeah, Playing Jamie Vardy. Here we go. I can play Casper Schmeichel. Yeah. yeah. Just get some bleach. That's yeah. all I'd need. Yeah. Definitely. Both got the same set of skills. There's a really interesting Crystal Palace-related line to the Vardy transfer saga, right? Ian Wright moved from Crystal Palace to Arsenal when he was 28 years old. Mm-hmm. Jamie Vardy's 29 years old. Because there's been a big thing about his Wenger signing a player that's too old to join the Arsenal team, but Ian Wright had an incredible, yeah. incredible Arsenal career, didn't he? Did all right at Arsenal, he did. didn't he? He did all right there, didn't he? <laughs> incredible. But Almost known for it. <laughs> I think you'd have Vardy and Kane up front, personally, yeah. with Rooney, Rooney and Deli Alley behind. The question, you're, your question you've asked is, is simple. Yeah. It's simple to answer. Thank you. But because it's Roy Hodgson, <laughs> it's so, difficult. You play the players that have had the best season in their positions. Yeah, and that's what you do. So who is that then? Vardy and Kane. Simple as that. Up front. Yeah, I think. I Vardy guess and so. Kane. But Rooney's a captain. Can you leave the captain on the bench? Yeah, that's the thing as well. That's another thing as well. Cricket suffers from this. Yeah. Like if the captain, <laughs> if the captain's the captain, he, he, he's got to play, even though he, he might be having a bit of a stinker. I'd play Harry Kane and Daniel Sturridge. Sturridge. Yeah, I think he at the highest level is outstanding. 
I'm not convinced yet that Vardy's got it at that top, top, top international level. And I think Sturridge can do that. But he's scoring at international level, though. He's not been given that much time, though, Vardy, That's has true. he? That's yeah. true. That's true. Um, well, then, but then, to be also fair... Also, what's made you feel that way about Sturridge? I just think there's something about him. I think he's got just that little bit extra, a little bit of magic. I think you know, he's unproven. Yeah, I think it's more of an injury thing, but every time yeah. he plays, I think it looks like he's, he's just got that little bit extra. So I know you're dying to talk about Wales, Lloyd. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you just played Snake. <laughs> snake. <laughs> <laughs> this is one from the from one from the past. On my eighty-three to twenty. Eighty-three twenty. That's, yeah. that's, that's a model lot. Same numbers. It sounds like it's a bit flash. Yeah. It's got a light on the back. Go on. What do you, what do you reckon your chances are? Yeah, really well. Uh, we've got um, a chap called Gareth Bale. He's quite good. Isn't He's he? really good. He plays for Real Madrid. Um, and I think our chances with him and the rest of the team will be brilliant. Joe Ledley's g- going to go, even though he's got uh, a leg that's recovering. And um, I think we'll have a really good uh, chance. <laughs> and what I'm going to do is have yeah. a look at the rest of the team for the next podcast. Okay. Obviously, being a uh, you know a Sammy Wells <laughs> fan, that's been thrown upon me. Um, but you know, I think the one good thing that that we've got is. Spirit and determination. It's our first Euros since 19 ever. It's first Euros ever. So we're really going to go with a red heart and dragons on our um, minds and with the Welsh choir in our voices. Yeah. So it'll be gr- will be will be great. We'll go out in the group stage, hopefully, so I can concentrate on back on being an England fan. Um, but. It, it will be dominated by Gareth Bale. Yeah. Yep. Gareth, even when Gareth Bale plays like Real Madrid, I he's think, still a I think he might be outshone by somebody in that team. Really? I think Aaron Ramsey. Yes. I think Aaron Ramsey's a, a world-class footballer. It's a shame I he's I thought you English. meant literally, because yeah. of his hair. Oh, yeah, that was, <laughs> what was that all about? <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about Wales. Yeah. I really am. I don't think they're there to make up the numbers. Yeah. I think they've got a really good team. This they've got the, a really good manager, Chris Coleman. Yeah. Which is yeah. the first time since 1992, is that right, that we've had more than three home nations in there? Gunther's nodding. Yeah. So I think it is. So it's 92. It is, yeah. 92. So it's going to be a nice little... Sweden, was it? I don't fancy, I don't fancy the, the England-Wales game. I'm not yeah. confident at all. I really... I think Wales are good. I think they've got really good players. It'd be lovely to see England and Wales go through, wouldn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, I, th- I honestly... Sorry, do you expect me to answer that one, do you <laughs> Listen, I, I wouldn't... I would not... Be surprised if Wales top that group. Would, I wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked. Even though we've joked about it, you know, imagine being Welsh now. Yeah. <laughs> they can have an absolutely cracking time. It's going to be. Yes, yeah, they're going to be having it right off. <laughs> right. <laughs> off. This will be their Euro '96. They'll be talking about this tournament for years and years. Yeah. And years. So too, Republic of Ireland have got a really tricky group, though, haven't they? You know, you look at that: Italy, Belgium, Sweden. Sweden got a great result the other night, didn't they? Yeah. Three you know, win. Um, but you know, I, I think that Belgium team. If they all turn up and play properly, that, I mean that is an incredible side. We're talking Benteke, Hazard, and Belly, Fellaini, Morales. It's just they never, leave, they never leave, live up to it though, do they? No, they, they haven't so far. But you think there's, at some point it might just click. Northern Ireland, probably the underdogs. 
Their group ain't exactly easy. Germany and Poland. Poland can turn up on the day, can't they? Yeah, Poland and Germany's got a bit of a, um, a history to it, isn't it? Yeah. Even recently, when you think about Podolski and who's the other, there's two Polish-born close. Yeah, yeah, Thanks, close. Yeah. That, so there's a real needle in that group. And Ukraine's, uh, yeah, they've, that's quite a lively place to live at the moment, isn't it? Northern <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's a Be a nice little, yeah, break, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, Northern Ireland are taking Roy Carroll. With them, Roy Carroll. Yeah, he's been knocking them out for years. Do you remember, remember when he got lobbed from about seventy yards? Yeah, remember that? Yeah, and then he tried to. Yeah. but he got away with it, didn't he? he? Did. It, was, it was, was clearly was it in. Defoe. Was it Defoe? I think it was Defoe. Pedro ah, Mendes. Pedro. I think it was oh, Pedro Mendes. Okay. Just edit it so I've got. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. oh. Wait, no, I think it's Pedro Mendes. Yeah. 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 Portsmouth. Yeah. Yeah. And he got away with it. He got away with it. So, but it's going to be. I think it's going to be difficult whether another line will get out of that group. I'm not entirely sure. So what do you reckon? Home, who's going to win it? That's a pretty good question, isn't it? Who's going to win yeah. the the whole thing? The whole thing. Yeah, I think France have got to be the favourites. They've got to waltz through their group, haven't they? Yeah, France. They're at home. No, They've got looks, Romania, I, Albania, I the wrong, Switzerland. I've chosen the wrong dance for French <laughs> to do. Yeah. <laughs> I think France is still. Um... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mm, they've got that sort of hangover of being a bit mental still, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they're ready to sort of just crumble and fall apart at any moment, France. Who do I think? I mean, Germany, the- always say Germany. Just yeah. always say Germany. Yeah, if there's one thing I've learned. So we talked about England having selection problems. Like there are so many Spanish players that haven't made the team. Yeah. We haven't talked about Italy. Italy. Uh, oh no, there's there's a dark horse on the list as well. There's been quite a lot written about it recently. But Iceland have been uh, sort of talked about because they've got this incredible footballing setup where they built all these indoor arenas. Uh, not that long ago, well, in the last 10 years or so. And they've got this generation of amazing players coming through. Well, there's a few playing in the Premier League. Yeah, let's talk about, yeah. yeah. Sigerson. I remember that when yeah. I was playing football manager. Anyone else gone yeah. through? Yeah. Honestly, it's worth it. if you're putting a dream team together, and let's face it, that's why we're all here today, yeah. uh, <laughs> you might want to chuck an Icelandic star in there because yeah. they'll get a star man in a couple of those games, I would expect. Are Ireland um, going to get out of that group? They're not, are they? No. no. I, think that, I think something insane is going to happen there as well because um, Roy Keane's going... <laughs> you walk out. <laughs> he said the other day after their loss, he wanted to kill the players. After yeah, they lost to Belarus, he said, "I want to kill the players." Were you joking? He went, no. Didn't he, he call them all women or something? <laughs> he I mean, probably says like... that after breakfast, doesn't <laughs> he? <laughs> <laughs> My eggs weren't right. 
<laughs> kill you. Do you reckon his wife is <laughs> yeah, sort of just... rattling around and just, <laughs> just sort of shuffling through, constantly walking yeah. on like, on uh, thin ice? <laughs> Whose phone is that? That's the second time it's gone off. Well, why don't you turn it off? You're just going to let it ring. All oh, right, that's, that's good manners. Gordon, you're a Hibs fan? Yes. Hibbs just won the Scottish FA Cup for the first time in 114 years. Yeah, it was, it was an amazing experience, right? So it was the best day of my life as a Hibs fan. And bear in mind, I've supported them for a long, long time. And I've been to a lot of cup finals. And I've only ever seen us win silverware twice. 2007, League Cup. Mm-hmm. And then this year we won the Scottish Cup. And I took my little boy, he's six, Jimmy, for the first time. Scottish stereotype, wee Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, at the end of the game of the League Cup final earlier this year, he said, Dad, uh, why do so many people come and watch Hibs and get sad? I thought, I've, I've brought my son into this horrible world as a Hibs fan. And then the next thing, you know, we're there, 25,000 fans, pitch invasion. It was amazing. He was getting lifted up and thrown around by drunk men. What an amazing experience for <laughs> a six-year-old boy. Well, I, I had the complete opposite experience. I couldn't bring myself to listen to the last podcast because I just remember a bit how sad I was. <laughs> uh did you record it after the cup final? Recorded it while I was watching yeah. it in palace. my local. Because you're a massive palace yeah. man, aren't you? Yeah. I remember right. that. And uh, it was just really hard. It was just... I was trying so hard to explain on the podcast how I was feeling because there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. You just feel shit. <laughs> there's nothing anyone can say. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. I wanted to win that game so much. So much. When we scored that first goal... It was the most embarrassing reaction. Yes! Oh my god! I screamed and stood up, and because I stood up so quick, the back of my legs flung the chair, like sort of about four foot behind me. I'd never really reacted like that to a goal before. Yeah. But there are times when um, England went out to Portugal, and Ronaldo yeah. got Rooney yeah, sent off. I threw up. Oh, because, <laughs> just because what? I was just because of the anxiety what? and how much I was That's into the game and was there stuff. Any money like, on I could, it or anything? No, no, I didn't have any money on it. I just wanted to win so much, and and I couldn't take it. I just couldn't. Have you seen the crying game, the film? No. When there's a big reveal in that. Film. Oh no, yeah, you know, I know. You know a bit I mean? like. Kind of like, yeah, kind of like that moment. You know? <laughs> What's the strange reaction inside? I was just like, oh, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, you do. I went to Grimsby Town versus um, Forest Green Rovers, quite a similar kind of game um, for the playoff final. And I, I think you know, I'm quite a level-headed kind of guy. But as soon as you sit down and you're there at a final, yeah. you just lose your mind. Yeah. And I, I, I cried when we yeah. scored our uh, third goal. Um, I, well, I, I did think I was going to be sick, but then I did. You know, I had drunk quite a lot during the day, so that might have been why. Yeah, I, I couldn't drink that day because yeah. I just was nervous. I don't know why. I was just. Really, really anxious. How did you react to Alan Pardew's dance? Well, that's the thing as well. When he was doing that dance, <laughs> I was doing my celebrations. I knew exactly how he felt. Yeah, an out-of-body experience. Just, just It's involuntary. <laughs> he should not have done that. That was horrible. Why not? He should not. Lloyd, it was horrible. Why not? Because you, you know that you're most susceptible to like conceding as soon as you just scored. But that's... And... Listen, you've got to enjoy scoring a goal in the FA Cup final. Oh. You can't sit there and go, Oh, oh no, what if they score? But what if no, they no, end you, up losing? You, you celebrate, but you just celebrate <clears> like a... Hands up in the air. Yeah. Whee! Yes. Like yeah, that. Or a little jump. 
you don't do a little dance. Yeah. That is... <laughs> I'll be sitting down from now on, and uh, and quite rightly after that. So what I've got here is I've got the Euro 2016, the team slogan. So every team has got an official slogan, um, and I've got a select few here. So England, one team, one dream, which just sounds like a motto for a stag do. Belgium, <laughs> one team, one ambition. The Czech Republic, one team, one goal. It, it, it's, it's, it's like they've all got it's the same crazy. creative agency. Yeah. Gone, what, what, what can you give us? And they've all been paid a billion each. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a bad episode of The Apprentice, this, isn't it? <laughs> Northern Ireland got Dare to Dream, which sounds quite nice, but if you say it in a Northern Irish accent, it actually sounds like a bit of a threat. Dare to Dream, and that is how you speak in Northern Irish. Yep. Um, Republic of <laughs> Ireland, dream it, believe it, achieve it. I think at the end of that, you just need bop it, um, <laughs> just to add to that. Ukraine, dreams create winners. If I'm honest, that sounds like the gala bingo, kind of that new slogan <laughs> that could use. Wales, the dragons shall rise. That's Game of Thrones. Germany, we're the masters. That sounds that's, very that's German. Fine. Yeah, I mean, that is so <laughs> the matter right. of fact. Italy, come on the Azuri, which sounds like a line from a porno. Um, <laughs> Croatia, the new fire, the old place, the same hope, which sounds like an extract from the Canberra pub guide. They're all Harry Potter books. <laughs> the new fire, the old place, the same hope, the goblet. <laughs> Austria, again and again, again and again, again and again, Austria. That is a Peter K single. <laughs> Russia, one for all and all for one. That right. is stolen. That's a <laughs> rip-off of Musketeers. all for Musketeers. one and one for all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see what they've done there. And Iceland have gone, Iceland, go Iceland, which is not a slogan, it's more the tourist information. I mean, just, yeah. just go Iceland. <laughs> These were all made at the last minute, weren't they? It all was, the teams qualified, and then the, the the governing body went, "Have you got your slogans?" And they're like, "Oh shit!" Give no. us ten minutes. Uh, Ireland, what are you doing? Dare to dream. Yeah. Uh, Northern Ireland, what are you doing? Dare to dream. What about you, Ireland? Dream it, believe yeah. it, achieve it. Yeah, that's good. Russia, that's great. Russia, Putin, death to all our enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Ukraine, leave us alone, you big bully. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what's worse than those logos, there were some of the ridiculous names in the tournament. Have you seen them? Whales. That's a few that... It's <laughs> incredible. They're just big mammals that live in the sea. And I bring this up, given that I've got the name Gordon, right? <laughs> and that I've had to bear the burden of being called Gordon, with all the greats like the gopher, Bennett. You know, people like that. Gordon's Gordon. a moron. Yeah, Gordon Bennett. Gordon's alive. Gee, Gordon's got Flash Gordon. Yeah. Um, yeah, all that. It's just hard to bear that burden. But there is, a, there is only one Gordon at the, uh, the European Championships. Gordon Schildenfeld of Croatia. <laughs> Good old Gordon of Croatia. There's some yeah. really good players. Croatia um, are good. Um, Russia have got Oleg Shatov. <laughs> Oleg Shatov. Yeah. Almost as good as France's Samuel Umtiti. But uh, my um, favourite has to be Rats Van Rat. <laughs> Is that Kevin the Gerbils, mate? <laughs> Rats Van Rat. <laughs> Mickey Mousey's like hot, harder cousin. Yeah. Who <laughs> took to drugs at an early doors. Rats Van Rat's coming around. They were that, on the, they, yeah, they were in the, the other side of town, weren't they? To Mickey and his family. <laughs> Peter Pekarik of Slovakia. Um, Do you think Peter Pekarik picked a peck of pickle pepper? <laughs> How have you done Did that, mate? That is good. Did all right there, didn't I? That is all right. Lukas Piszczek from Poland. <laughs> Which he'll be getting after most games. <laughs> you just do something in this bottle, please. It was after the uh, whole game the other day. Uh, two of the lads had to catch him up because they couldn't preside a urine sample. <laughs> so they were like, oh, we'll have to catch you up. So they, they missed the bus. After the shows, you have to do a Lukas Piszczek. <laughs> yeah. After each one of our shows, <laughs> was going into the toilets. It's drinks in Europe time. It's drinks in Europe time. 
everyone's favourite fantasy football game, Dream Team, is back for Euro 2016. It's called Euro Dream Team. That's getting well done. There's a hundred grand's worth of potential prize money up for grabs. The three of us will be taking part and you can join our podcast league by using the pin 8546655. Gordon's picking a team, Lloyd's picking a team, I'm picking a team and trying to come up with a better team than I did during the season, which was Buckley's Ball Boys, which I instantly regretted. But then <laughs> it was too late because it had been registered and stuff. I was going for alliteration. Buckley's Ball Boys? Yeah. I, I, I quite like it, mate. Uh, what are you going to go for this year? <clears throat> I don't know. You got any ideas? For our teams? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to call my team Sven Gordon Eriksson. Okay. It's a good one. Like yeah. I'm going to go with Griff's Growlers. That's just what I call my team all, all year round. Alliteration as well. Griff's Growlers, yeah. What are you going to go with? Are you going to go with your name or are you going to go with just like a pun? I might try and go for something really offensive. Okay. Nothing in between is related. Maybe I should go for something in-betweeners related, something like that, I don't know. People love the in-betweeners, don't they? Yeah, okay, get That's you a few more followers. Are we not allowed to mention that anymore? What's that? Do, are we allowed to mention the in-betweeners now? Yeah, of course. It's like when I love you, know, it. I you go and see Paul McCartney and he plays lots of new stuff, and jazz standards. And <laughs> here's, like, a, here's a new one. Just, oh, just do on, let it be. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey Jude. Hey Jude, at the end, we can all go out, mate. <laughs> no, I like the in-betweeners. Also, here's a little exclusive for you, Gordon, because I know you're an in-betweeners fan. A massive fan, yeah, I love it. We're sort of getting half the team back together. So me, Joe, uh, are going to be in a new sitcom written by Damon Beasley. Oh, tremendous. We're filming towards the end of the year. It's going to be good. It's set in Essex in the 80s. Do you oh, need good, yeah. a chubby guy, chubby northern guy? Probably. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Can we sign on that now? Do you know anyone that could do it? <laughs> oh, you, want me, you want me to you want you me to fatten up for the role ok yeah. thank you cheers yeah, yeah well one oh. matter is free get him involved he might be actually now that Marino's there of your team who's like, who's first or second in two players you're going to definitely have in who are you having in Mario Gotzer or Goetzer Goetzer thanks Gunther our resident German I think he's going to play a lot and I think he's going to play well anyone else and also Germany do Usually go quite far. Yeah. So I think he's going to bring in some points. Anyone else? Uh, well, Gordon was bigging up the Icelandic team. Maybe someone from Iceland. I don't know anyone. Sigurdsson. Who's he playing for at the moment? Is he Swansea? Gulfy Sigurdsson. Yeah, yeah, went back. Would you not have um, Ibrahimovic in there? I was thinking about Ibrahimovic, yeah. Yeah. Just a bit of fun, though, isn't it? Yeah, he is. Personally, yeah. I would go Griezmann. I think Griezmann's going to absolutely bang him in. Okay. I yeah. think he's going to absolutely bang him in. So I'm going to go Griezmann and Bale. They're my two big spenders, and then I'll figure out the rest from there. Mm-hmm. I'll probably have the England back four, because that'll be cheap as chips. <laughs> See, well, I'd, I, I think Bale's a gamble. Even though I've said, like, I think Wales are going to do really good, there's also... They might not. No, you never know. And it's his first big yeah. well, Wales' his first big tournament, so mm. I think I think he'll shine. He's used to the big games. He's oh, played yeah, against he the big players, so all. he won't be phased by it at all, which I think will help them. But I think personally he's a he's very much a He might only get three yeah. games. Yeah, it's other yeah. way to look at it, isn't it? Apart from Gordon Schildenfeld of Croatia <laughs> and the obvious Oleg Shatov, <laughs> I, I think I would this I'm annoyed at myself because this is a Chelsea duel, but I think Fabregas for Spain will play all the way through the you tournament. Reckon? Yeah, I think he will. Because at the end of the season, he started to come in a bit of form. Mm. He's timed it perfectly. Yeah. He always plays well in the major championships as well, yeah. even though he doesn't always get picked. What do you think <laughs> of his new persona? 
What's his new he's persona? New, he's like a hard man now, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. Is he? Yeah, have you not noticed this? No, no, he's I've, morphed I've, into like a hard man. He's gone a little bit older and his hair's gone a little bit thinner. <laughs> and he's like, he's yeah, like he was I like played, when... I played FIFA with him the other week and he was he was quite crusty. No, no, he's a hard man now. He didn't, Adam, he, didn't, Adam. he didn't clobber you with a PS4 controller. When, when, no, we when was it? It was Chelsea Tottenham. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, like yeah. he was like pinching. But he's always been like that, that though. Yeah. Fabregas has always been like. He's that. always been a bit nippy, and I think <coughs> I'd probably pick Eden Hazard as well. But you'd have picked Eden Hazard at the beginning of last season. Of course, he's an awful one. But again, it's like that. You picked with, up a bit, didn't they? Towards with Belgium, you could pick any of those players. I think. Yeah. yeah. But Hazard, if he has a good game, you are in the money. They're probably two of the most expensive people in their dream team as well, which yeah. I seem to do pick the expensive ones and end up with Peter Pekarik of Slovakia <laughs> and half of Republic of Ireland. I don't know why money comes into it because. Well, I, know, I do know why. There's all, <laughs> it's a budget. Because it's, it's budget, the rules. Yeah, yeah, it's about to question yeah. the economics of football. <laughs> so, we haven't actually answered this. Who, who's going to win it? Who's going to win yeah. it? Germany. Germany. Gordon. Spain. Spain. Mm. I'm going to go with France. England-France <laughs> final. Whoa. And Fra- yeah. France will win it. Probably take that right now. Yeah. So, that's my, that's my prediction. Grand. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on iTunes. We'll be back on Monday after England have beaten the Russians. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thanks, Lloyd. Thanks, Scott. Cheers, James. Thanks, guys. We'll see you all next week. That's Bye. Has Noel Gallagher got any messages for me? I saw, I saw him on Saturday night. Yeah. The only story he tells about you is the first time you met him. And he, he claims you'd you'd told him you're a massive fan. And yeah, he, yeah. And he claims he said to you, look, if you love me so much, why don't you just get down on your knees and suck my No, cock? no, 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 no. What he said was, <laughs> I said something along the lines of, you're basically the reason why I do anything in my life. And he said... <laughs> <laughs> Start low. <laughs> Start low. He look. said He said something like that. He said, please don't get on your knees in front of me now because <laughs> right. the press are standing right there. Right, yeah. And I said... If there's one bloke I would get on my knees for right now, <laughs> <laughs> it's you. Oh dear. And then he gave me a cigarette. Oh, fair enough. And told me to nap off. Which makes it ten times worse. his new house on Saturday. Where is, he, oh, where is he now? About four doors down from the one that he can't sell. In, in, uh, in I London? I shouldn't be too, too specific about this, actually. <laughs> it's is number, it? number 42. I'll, I'll give is you it a, within the M25? It's within the M25. Okay. It's in North London. It's opposite Paul Weller. Yeah. Oh, well, that's just giving it away from me, mate. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he lives near uh, Martin Lewis as well, the bloke that does Money Supermarket. Yeah. Yeah. And Robbie Williams lived along the road from him for a bit. And uh, Bill Kirbishley, who manages the Who, as you'll know, James. Mm. Alan I need to, I'm going to say a road. Yeah. Bishop's Avenue? Close. Thank you. I need to get in that area. Lovely. So scared of London. Well, listen, a couple more voiceovers for Asda. And you've got to do some more DJ gigs. That's <laughs> <laughs> where the money is. Witherspoons too. I remember I said that to you. That's the thing as well with you, is that <laughs> it's always easy to forget that you're a journalist. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> Get yourself in trouble. I remember when... That's how it works, I remember when my second was coming along and I saw you at V Festival and I said the joke, yeah, I better fucking get some more DJ gigs under my belt for yeah. this second kid turning up. That was in the paper. <laughs> <laughs> Might have helped you get somewhat, you know? It it's did. A pub- it's a public service. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 